0: Hey, welcome back to the pod crashed today. We're telling the story of Ethiopian Airlines flight 961. Thanks for listening. Hi Mariah.
1: Hi Casey. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you?
0: Yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. It hasn't been quite so hot. I've thought of you. Ugh, over these last it's few been days.
1: so nice this past few days. Mm -hmm. and it's nice the sun is like setting later so it doesn't feel so late
0: yeah definitely yeah Yeah. like for this you mean right like it doesn't feel as late yeah yeah it feels good
1: it feels good
0: yeah uh today we're telling the story of ethiopian airlines flight 961 Okay. and This is one I've been extremely excited to tell. It's, like, one of the first ones that came to mind, like, ever to tell. Um, And I kind of had that idea that I would, like, save it because it was kind of, like, a really interesting, like, intricate, different one. But whatever. We're doing it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So this flight uh, took place on November 23rd, 1996. So... Uh, Baby Mariah and baby Casey were in the world. Yeah, yeah. And uh, oh, uh, your your birthday is coming up. There, I don't know how to like. (laughs) I don't know how to work that in organically. Your birthday just passed. Yes, your birthday is is soon approaching. Mine has recently (laughs) passed. So happy birthday in the future. I think by the time this episode comes out, your birthday will have will have passed. So happy birthday. Probably. Yeah, which doesn't mean that I'll. Yeah, and all our listeners, if this is how they find out, they, they can give you belated happy birthdays. So. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, so Ethiopian Airlines, Flight 961, I cannot confirm that smoking was allowed on this flight, but I kind of feel like it was. Don't you think? Doesn't I know. What I was like? trying to
1: think. I was trying to think if, if 1996.
0: I would Probably. I, probably. I, I, I would think so. Okay, because the the route for the flight is uh Addis Ababa to Nairobi to brazza Is it Brazzaville? How do you say like uh the uh, uh we just Congo.
1: Say, we, yeah we just say Brazzaville.
0: Brazzaville. Okay. Yeah. So Addis Ababa, Nairobi to Brazzaville to Lagos to Abidjan. Abidjan. For, so whatever Cote d'Ivoire. Uh, the airport. Oh uh, yeah. In Côte Abidjan. Yeah. Yeah. Abidjan. I like Abijan, Abijan, Addis Ababa, (laughs) Nairobi. Uh, So we're not making fun of our (laughs)
1: southern listeners. We're just
0: making fun of ourselves. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) In our accents. I know people. People apparently our accents really came out when we say like ice. Apparently that's we have a funny way of ice. Yes yeah i heard my accent big time like listening like editing one of these i don't remember what it was i uh, i don't it's remember
1: horrifying the <sighs> there's just something extraordinarily terrible about the buffalo accent when you're outside of it like in it it's like all right yeah. i can handle it but when you're outside of it man it is
0: oof. yeah it's all in the nose yeah all in the nose. so whiny so, yeah uh I know, I know, but yeah everyone tolerates it, so thank you dear friends yes, like yeah uh the uh so this plane uh is going to like hop hop hop, hop, hop around Africa, right, so uh, it's going from like i said isababa nairobi brazzaville lagos abidjan abidjan <laughs> and, uh yeah, so uh the uh it's a boeing seven six seven so a Boeing 767 is like a um you know like a really healthy sized plane. Uh this one has 173 people total, uh 161 passengers, uh 10 flight attendants and two pilots. And our pilots are uh Captain Abate who is 42 and First Officer Jonas. Uh I I feel like the I should cut this, but like, I couldn't <laughs> tell if Abate is his family name or his given name.
1: Gotcha. Okay.
0: It's his name's Leul Abate. I don't know which gotcha. is his given name. So I'm going to call him Abate. Abate. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, we. Uh, so 175 people on board, 163 passengers, 10 flight attendants, two pilots. Uh, plane loads up in uh, Addis Ababa, and uh, which is the headquarters airport of um, Ethiopian Airlines, obviously. It's uh, in the capital of Ethiopia. And uh, they board up. Uh, it's 11.09 when they take off. So they take off at 11.09. Uh, plane ascends to altitude, and we're rolling. We're headed on our short little hop to Nairobi. Mm-hmm. Uh, suddenly a man stands up. No, don't do that. Pass, Sit out And starts to run toward the front oh, of the plane. No, definitely men, don't do that. Two other men stand up and run with him. The three men Bust into the cockpit, grab the fire axe and the uh, the fire extinguisher, and start to beat the hell out of the first officer. Just smacking him. They pull him out of his chair, drag him out of the cockpit, and just beat the crap out of the first Uh. officer, Jonas. Jonas, uh, Jonas. They smack. Abate and hold the the axe to his neck and say, "We have eleven men on the plane. Fly us to Australia." What? Mm-hmm. Right. You, you're already noticing a problem. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the thing is, is Abate is cool as a cucumber. Oh, because Captain Abate has been the captain during a hijacking, on two separate occasions already. What? This is the third time. This is okay. the third time. The third okay. time. <laughs> this Come has hap- happened to Captain Abate. Oh, my God. Okay. So, the first time it happened was in 1992, really not that long ago. Really not that long ago. No. In 1992, two hijackers with hand grenades had busted into the cockpit and demanded to be taken to Canada. And he had said, we have to stop and refuel. And so when he landed, they just uh, negotiated on the ground and the hijackers surrendered. Yeah. The second time it happened, five hijackers in 1995, not even a year ago, Not even a year before our story. This poor guy. This poor guy. These five hijackers busted into the cockpit, demanded to be taken to Sweden. He said, I have to stop in Sudan and refuel. They stopped in Sudan. Sudan did not refuel. They negotiated with the hijackers. The hijackers surrendered. So now today. I wish they weren't on
1: our podcast.
0: I know I know <laughs> So today a hijacker holds the fire axe to abate's neck and say fly us to Australia and he says I do not have enough fuel to fly to Australia we have to stop in Mombasa to refuel yeah. and the hijacker says liar Liar! The hijacker goes in the back, gets the in-flight magazine, shows the in-flight magazine's write-up on the 767, and says, look, the magazine says that a 767 can fly for 11 hours without refueling. Oh, my God. So, a couple of things, right? Um, Right. One, uh, even as the crow flies... 11 hours like say the plane had all the fuel in the world right uh from nairobi to perth right let's say the the west coast of australia right the shortest distance that you could fly you're really pushing the limit i like did the math like intentionally like how 11 hours will 11 hours worth of fuel even get you from From Nairobi to Perth uh, in on this aircraft, like we are talking, just barely, maybe. Okay, yeah. So that's one problem. But the bigger problem, as Abate explains, is that the plane does not have all the fuel. The plane has Mm -hmm. enough fuel to go to the next airport, which is like an hour and a half away. They uh, don't care. Hijackers (laughs) don't. They're no. They just think he's lying. They don't believe Uh, him. They say, fly to Australia. Like, shut up. They smack him around. They tell him, fly to Australia. Okay, so, again, our boy Abate has been through this before. Uh, The fuel thing worked the other two times, but, uh, okay, like, surely we'll get there. We'll get there, like, all together. We'll figure this out, okay? So instead of flying out to sea, which would be, like, the direction of Australia or whatever, like, just, okay. (laughs) generally Right, just toward Australia, he flies down the the coast of uh, Africa, right? Flies south. Now, um... The, the hijackers say, uh, call Australia to like what? tell them we're coming. Call Australia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, Abate says, there is not a phone on the plane. And they said, liar, again. They're like, you're lying. And he said, what number would you like me to call for Australia? <laughs> yes, good answer. Good answer about it. He's thinking on his feet. Right. Like so uh, they look through the in flight magazine again, find (laughs) the general ticketing number for Ethiopian Airlines for like the Australian ticketing number and Uh say, call this number. And Abate goes okay, and then he uses the ACARS system, which is like a messaging, like texting, kind of for planes, and and just messages Mombasa and says like this is our position, this is our fuel, this is what's going on, and he's like okay, Australia knows we're coming, like (laughs) okay, now uh, our hijackers have uh, started to drink. Our hijackers have started to to drink from straight from a bottle of whiskey that they took. And the hijackers are in their, like, early to mid-20s, for reference. And our hijackers have, like, something wrapped in plastic and tape, and they're calling it a bomb, and they're saying that they're going to blow up the plane. Now, they order the flight attendants to make an announcement uh, in... Uh, like the I think the languages on board the flight were uh French, English, and boy, Amers. What's the language in Ethiopia? Oof. Uh Aramaic. Is that okay, thank you. Aramaic. So uh and it's but it's like Amoric, right? It's like I don't know. I don't know how to say words. This is a good yeah. example of that. Yeah. So so they asked. Them to... Amaharic. Amaharic. Okay, perfect. Thank Amaharek. Yeah. you. I knew so, that's not as
1: soon as I said it, I was like, that's not
0: right. I think Aramaic is what Jesus spoke.
1: Yes, yes. And then
0: Amaharic is like <laughs> Amaharic, a similar, yeah. like a yeah. related language, right? So they uh, ask the flight attendants to make an announcement, like along the lines of like, we have a bomb, we're going to Australia. And so the flight attendants do, they like make the announcement, everybody is... Uh, scared. Obviously, passengers are scared, but they're staying put. They um, maybe they've also been through multiple hijackings. Who knows? Right. It's 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 a crazy time. Right. right. So uh, Abate is in control of the plane. Uh, the Jonas it got all beaten up and he's in the back somewhere, hopefully not getting beaten up more. Uh, the lead hijacker gets into the first officer's seat and starts to just mess with stuff just starts to like randomly hit stuff. Hmm. The, all of the hijackers are drinking more and more. He starts to we've talked about this before like the position of the rudder pedals. So the rudder on the plane uh which uh controls yaw <laughs> that is that on the the upright like fish tail at the end of the plane, right? So mm-hmm. the way that they move that right to left is by uh pushing on a right pedal or a left pedal, right, so hes the the lead hijacker starts to like press back and forth on the pedals and makes the plane like wave back and forth. He also starts to randomly pull the reverse thrusters so the the aircraft is like getting it's really hard to fly, plus it's scary, so it, yeah. it's they're just messing with stuff right so abate is like like so we don't have enough fuel to go to Australia like he's still trying to reason with them and he said like look we can go to Mombasa fill up the plane we'll fly to Australia we'll have enough fuel to get there he shows him the lead the lead hijacker he shows him the fuel gauge and he's like look this is how much fuel we have this is how much fuel we need to go to Australia look at the fuel going down look as we're flying they just do not listen to him then the the hijackers realize that they can still see land and uh, they f- start to freak out again. Start to get very, very violent. They're again super, like, increasingly drunk and really, really erratic. And they say, like, turn out to sea. Like, I don't know where Australia is, but I know Jesus. that we have to fly over water to get there. Okay. All right. So Abate turns, but he's you know again Abate. Listen, this is our this is our guy. Okay, he. Turns toward the uh, Comoros Islands, okay, which are islands between the uh, east coast of Africa and the uh, and Madagascar, right? So he turns toward those islands and just flies in that direction, right? So uh, maybe r- like a little bit closer to Australia, not a lot closer to Australia because they're not going to Australia. So he turns toward that. The hijackers again are are just. Randomly fiddling with stuff, and Abate realizes that on some level, like they might want to die. Ah, uh, okay. Like on some level, it's not that they don't understand. Yeah. And that's a very that's chilling. Different. Yeah. That's a chilling realization or a chilling thought at all, yeah. right? Yeah. So. As they are flying closer and closer to the Comoros Islands, uh, the low fuel light dings on. And El Abate switching tactics a little bit and basically just begs them just begs them, like, please, look, there's islands over here. We, like, look at the low-fuel thing. We are going to run out of fuel. Please let us land on these islands so that we can get more fuel, and then we'll go to Australia. And they just say no. Right now they're flying at 39,000 feet. The uh, hijackers, maybe, I don't know how they knew this or if Abate had showed it to them when he was trying to, like, reason with them. They said don't go below 39,000 feet. So Abate is flying toward those islands. They're in sight now. He can see the airport from where he is, oh. the Moroni Airport. He starts to kind of just uh, circle widely over the airport because that's that's it. Like that's the only airport they're ever they're gonna get to. That's the last chance, right? So he circles over it again, even though they're like beating them and randomly. Just, you know, randomly harming everybody. He doesn't have any clue what's going on behind him. He doesn't know what's happening, what's happened to Jonas. He circles and an engine flames out Ugh. as it's starved of fuel. So now we're down an engine, right? And again, Abate is like, oh my God, like you dumb fucks are you joking like we are going to run out of fuel you're going to kill me you're going to kill everyone on board you are never going to australia in this plane like let us land like oh my god so the uh lead hijacker at this point is like maybe a little bit like uh oh maybe maybe this is real like i don't know so the lead hijacker uh, steps out of the cockpit to go talk to the other two hijackers. To be clear, there were never eleven of them. The other two hijackers, right? And uh, while so now this is the first time since all this started that Rabate has been in the cockpit alone, right? So he picks up the uh, he picks up the what do they call? The microphone? Yeah. (laughs) So he picks up the the microphone. The intercom, thank you. So uh, Abate grabs the intercom and makes an announcement to the cabin and says, ladies and gentlemen, this is your pilot. We have run out of fuel and we are losing one engine at this time. We are expecting a crash landing. And that is all I have to say. We have already lost we have already lost one engine and I ask all passengers to react to the hijackers. So again, like there's a language thing, right? He probably is asking them to like, will, you, will somebody fight these guys? Like, can right. someone just fight them? Cause if someone just fights them, if someone will just like get them, then we can land safely. Right. Or we can maybe, maybe land safely. Cause we're down an engine. Um, for whatever reason, probably because again, the fear of the bomb. And because I think about from the pilots, from the, 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 from the perspective of the passengers who a again may have been in this situation or similar situations in the like 60s 70s 80s 90s there were hijackings all the time on planes and virtually all of them ended safely like in the U.S. we suffer from mass shootings right where everyone is 110% not okay right Um, but hijackings are extremely scary and pretty common and, uh, most of the time everyone's fine. Right. So the, um, uh, I I think an American audience particularly can kind of, uh, like think in their own mind, um, like maybe compare this to what you might think you would do in another violent scenario. That's more familiar to you. Right. But that's because in the violent scenario that Americans are more used to, you, uh, you know for a fact that people are going to die. Whereas in this scenario, um, the passengers and everyone involved uh, believe that while this is extremely scary and absolutely dangerous, the um, cost of taking a violent action yourself is greater because the chance of everything resolving is higher. Right. Mm. So I don't know, and then there's also again language barrier. There's the fact that the people think there's a bomb, and on a plane, if they put a bomb off, if they set a bomb off on a plane, that could be the end anyway. whatever. The passengers, in fact, do not do not fight the hijackers. So uh at this point the the uh, hijackers, you know, come back in because he's making announcements. he's not supposed to be doing that, and as they come back in, the second en- engine flames out, so the second oh. engine flames out and uh at this point they uh smack him around more because he disobeyed them or whatever and they can see the altimeter going down below 39000 feet and they start yelling at him not like we told you not to go below 39000 feet oh and he's God. like we are out of fuel i have no control <laughs> over this this i am not <laughs> like ah! ah right. like the frustration <laughs> is so intense right God. so like like we are out of fuel the hijackers again hold the the axe to abate's neck and say like if you go below thirty nine thousand feet like we are going to kill you and abate says i am already dead because yeah. i am flying a plane with no fuel like right. so at this point yonas N- i don't know what's been poor Jonas. he got beaten up real bad right at the top of the story right Jonas realizes that both engines have flamed out right he can hear like the silence which I'm sure for a pilot is a much more terrifying sound right Jonas gets up from wherever he is and and as he gets up right the adrenaline coursing through his veins whatever it is he he looks around and realizes that the the passengers have responded to the announcement that Abate made by putting on their life jackets which is good but but they've inflated their life jackets. the so, Right. So we've talked about this a little bit, guys. Listen, God forbid, I hope that you are never in this position. I hope this never, ever comes up for you or anyone else ever again. But it is very, very, very important that if you are told to put your life jacket on for a water ditching or a crash landing in water, do not inflate it. Because if you inflate it, then then when the water comes into the plane, it will you will float to the top. It will force you yeah. to the top of the plane and you won't be able to get out. So just be the, trapped. You will just be trapped. Right. And, and you will trap others. Right. So Jonas and the other flight attendants like start like screaming at everybody, trying to tell them to deflate their their life jackets. Right. They say like, you know, they're trying to tell people, trying to motion to people. There are a lot of different languages spoken on this plane. They're defaulting to English because it's the you know, it's 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 the national like, international language. They're trying so hard to like get everybody to to deflate their uh, life jackets, and Jonas has gotten real beaten up. But now, like this is it, right? This is like the last minutes of his life, right? And and he basically busts his way into the cockpit, fights the the oh hijackers himself, screams on the C V R. There's him screaming like, just let me help him. He. Fights his way into the cockpit, sits down in his seat. Right, the hijackers again might at this point also realize, like, okay, this is actually happening, even though they're they're drunk and stupid. There, he he sits. Uh, the, Jonas gets into the the gets into his seat, right where he should have been this whole time. Uh, he and Abate work together, trying to, uh, like slow the plane down a which is very difficult so again there's no fuel and as we all know when you have no engines you have kind of no power right and we have our old best bud baby belly propeller so the (laughs) the little (laughs) propeller that comes down from the belly of the plane yes is giving them minimal 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 flight controls right? right so they don't have flaps they don't have any like reverse thrusters they don't have anything to like help the plane slow down and again it's descending which means it's picking up speed right when they need it to slow down um the plane is is this is a bad situation with or without hijackers on board the plane this is extremely dangerous and it's something that we've alluded to many times um the like god bless sully but it did give people the impression that like a water ditching is like a reasonable Mm. thing and in fact this is the indian ocean the waves are like seven to nine feet high Okay. Over where they are. Right. So in order to land the plane safely on the water, uh, they have to at least try to land the plane parallel to the waves and they need to keep the plane perfectly level. So Abate, uh, they turn the plane as they're coming closer and closer to the water. Abate tries to aim close to the beach, but not too close to the beach. He doesn't want to hurt anybody who's like swimming, but he wants to be as close to the beach as he can for rescue. Right. He aims close to the beach and he tries to turn the plane to land parallel to the waves. And the left wing catches a wave. Oh. And then pulls it down, and the left engine scoops the water. Oh, and the plane starts to flip and cartwheel and breaks apart. Oh, wow. And comes to a stop, all broken apart. There were people on the beach, right? And the people on the beach uh, ran out, you know, like got into the water. There were some doctors who were on vacation who who like ran out to help. The uh, as the plane broke up, even with the plane so close to the land, there were people who had their life jackets inflated, and there were people obviously who who died instantly on impact. Fifty people survived. Whoa. Yeah. That is way more than I thought. Yeah. 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 125 people died, but 50 people survived. Uh, All three hijackers died. And our boys, Abate and Jonas, both lived.
1: No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank God. I mean, I'm sorry for those 150 people, but God. God. I, I was really hoping they would live. I know. I'm always so
0: relieved when the pilots, oh. I mean, they fought so hard. They fought so hard. Yeah. I they mean, quite literally. So yeah. Yeah. They were both obviously like injured badly, um, but both of them survived. Uh, the uh, Both of them actually went back to work. Like, both of them, after they healed, continued oh. to fly for Ethiopian Airlines. <laughs> I looked to see if this happened again. Like, I looked like, was Abate in another hijacking? Yeah. Um, I, I'm i going to guess not, because I feel like someone would have said something if, like, he proceeded to, like, safely land the plane right. ten times in subsequent <laughs> hijackings. Right. But, um, But, yeah, so the... There's like weird stuff that I couldn't find. So like, what's the deal with the hijackers, right? Like, what's what's their deal? Why don't we have their names? What literally just what's their what what's their deal? Who are they? Why whatever? Yeah. And I don't know if the if that was like intentionally never released or whatever because I mm. couldn't find their names or any like details about them. Uh, passengers who had been on the plane, um, whose other survivors described them as you know young men mid twenties. Um, this would be in like a, you know, obviously a really difficult time. It's not a coincidence that there's all these hijackings and all of those hijackings are people trying to go and claim refugee status in another country. Right. 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 Like this is a very difficult time. And, um, and again, they, Abate said, actually, let me see. I don't know. I don't think I wrote the quote down, but Abate said something along the lines of like, good i'm glad they died they wanted to die like they want like they yeah they they did yeah i i don't know if if again like what did they understand and what didn't they understand like did they really actually not understand that he couldn't keep the plane at thirty nine thousand feet with no fuel or did they like once they realized they weren't going to australia did they just that's it like they feel like they had no reason to live or i don't
1: Right. And like you're not going to in my experience, <laughs> like when people are fleeing, you're not taking down everybody else with you. You're right. like you you make drastic like drastic decisions, obviously, but you're not like the intention in that is not to harm everybody else. Like that's the whole point. So Well, right. Absolutely. Yeah, like <sighs> no like it gets messy right it gets messy because it's it's i don't know
0: oh yeah i mean i would nobody should ever like take this as because i mean i think some people might. oh yeah no but i mean some people might um mistake this for like terrorism because maybe it's like again we have like this collective memory of like terrorism and planes and hijacking right those can all get kind of like lumped in together and it's really important like this is not terrorism right, right. these are three young drunk 20-somethings who got an idea uh, a terrible 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 idea didn't think it through didn't know enough about it and and got really drunk and really stubborn and really stupid and and it cost it cost them their lives and it cost 125 people other people their yeah. lives and um Jeez. but it would be yeah that's not even remotely that's they are an uh not only an aberration in the like refugee community but they are right probably the the only three people like fewer than five people maybe just them have ever done anything like this right you know this is not um representative of anything except this incident right
1: exactly exactly yeah that's why it's just like i because like australia makes sense um right but yeah definitely not thought through no to any extent. No. I mean, to any extent, like you're grabbing a magazine, obviously.
0: Right. <laughs> like, well, and like, I mean, how much, to what extent is it? I'm probably going to put like a, something at the top of this that we like talk about suicide in this. Right. Mm, but yeah. um, that idea that um, like, yeah, to what extent, to what extent is it suicide? I mean, they were very, very violent. Right. Like they they did not have to like Abate didn't get beaten up in the other two hijackings right Right, yeah so they were so 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 violent and um and stubborn and and foolish right yeah
1: there's definitely some like ulterior motives there for sure
0: right right yeah the um the this so the actual crash itself um is actually on film, oh
1: my you can gosh. actually watch,
0: yeah, one of the people um on the beach saw the plane flying like in circles and then flying low, and they were like, Oh, this plane's doing like tricks, and like filmed <laughs> it and filmed the crash. so it's actually oh. completely on film, and it is actually, I think pretty cool. like you can see a lot of times it's like clipped, obviously, but yeah. like People on the beach really did, like, run straight for the plane. Like, just wow. people on vacation, like, really, like, rushed in to try to help. And um, I'm so wow. glad. I'm so glad Abate and Jonas lived. Yeah, seriously.
1: Seriously. I can't believe they kept on flying. <laughs> like, gosh, <sighs> you're really, you were really dedicated to that job.
0: Bate is tough as nails.
1: Yeah, for real.
0: His I mean, Jonas wife, got beaten like... up. It's poor wife. It's poor wife. She's like begging him
1: not to go back to work. He's like, I have so. to do this. I Gosh.
0: love the air. Yes. Uh. Abate Damn. is like, I feel like he's, you know, like we've had, we've, we love Captain Carlos. We love Sergey. I feel like Abate has like got to get on that show. Yeah. List.
1: Yeah. One billion percent. I mean, the man survived three
0: hijackings. I know. Jeez. And like, he's he was so like again just like cool as a cucumber and like kind of funny like i don't know like yeah. a little bit funny i don't know like the 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 recording like the overhead record uh, the overhead message where you know he says like we're like one engine has died and that's all i gotta say right, <laughs> like, right, right. what do you want me to say <laughs> and again I, that just has to be frustration at the yeah. hijackers like what what what, what do you think is gonna happen you? right right oh my gosh gosh Wow. I so wish, I wish, uh, I really wish, Um. I wish everyone had lived, obviously. Like, I yeah. wish I had a happier ending. Yeah. Gosh. I, I had, again, like, so I mentioned to you before, there was, like, a, something conflicting, and I had to, like, kind yeah. of pick a way to go in the story, but um, why the plane tilted so that the left wing hit the water first at the very end so Mm. some of the things i read said that the uh hijackers like messed with the controls at the last second Mm. and some things reported that it was it was him trying it was abate trying to turn to to land parallel with the waves Um, which you know that's a, a decision you have he didn't do something wrong. Like, to be clear, like if yeah, Abate yeah, no, no, no. was turning, that actually is objectively not wrong because if he doesn't land parallel <laughs> with the waves, the same thing is going to happen. Right. And and again, he has no, this situation is, some situations are unwinnable. It's not like there's a version yeah. of this where he was, where he could have, where everything was the same, but he landed it perfectly. Like this situation, no, no. there's no reason to think that a 767 can safely land on the ocean. Right. Period, Right. Yeah, so, this one
1: is unequivocally not pilot error.
0: Right, this one. <laughs> I mean, again, if they had, I mean, there would have been no survivors if he had just, like, shipped out to uh friggin' Australia, right? Right, and yeah. And if he had, um, I mean, if he had, I mean, it's always, like, unwinnable and I, I hope that he doesn't spend any time, like, going over what he could have done differently because there's it's it's unknowable i do kind of wish the hijackers had lived just so that you could like get the answers or whatever but yeah like they they didn't want that apparently so uh there was no bomb also if that wasn't clear there there was never a bomb yeah and they had actually no weapons on them at all until they got the fire extinguisher and the um the fire axe gosh
1: yeah I really wonder if it was such a last-minute thing. Like, they had talked about it before, and they're like, nah.
0: Yeah. Because, like, I in in 95,
1: too. I can imagine it's pretty easy to get stuff on a plane. Like, yeah. considering, I mean, not as easy as it would have been in the 80s or 70s, but still no, pretty, pretty easy. easy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting thought. Yeah, like, if they hadn't actually, like, 100% agreed to it, and then the one guy just got up and they were like, right. okay, like, we're in this now. Guess we're in it, yeah. That's I think that's totally possible. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <sighs> right. And they like the one guy's like reading the magazine. It's just like, Oh, right. the shit can fly to Australia. We're going, boys. Like <laughs>
0: Seriously, right. Or like the, the, in even like call Australia and like flipping through the mag, again, right. the magazine, like they keep referencing the magazine, which is only available on board the plane. Exactly. Like that's the only place. Yeah. I don't know. Jeez. Well, right. Cause how would they have, how would they have like researched it ahead of time? Right. Right. Like, again, they're not, they're not part of like an intricate terrorist cell where somebody is like doing all this research and money and all yeah. that. Like these are, these are, no doubt, desperate man, right? Um, and they're drunk, right? That's just part yeah. of it. That's just part of the story. They're stubborn and drunk and angry, and they, if they get bad news, they accuse you of lying. And yeah, I don't Jeez. know. But Abate kept his cool, and um, I'm really glad. I'm really, 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 really glad that they lived, that he yeah. and Jonas lived. Yeah,
1: seriously. It's yeah. a miracle. I can't believe anybody lived.
0: I know, I know. Right, every single person who did live owes their life to the pilots for sure. I mean, yeah. really, because it's, it's not knowable how many of the people who survived had had their life jackets inflated until until Jonas told them to deflate it and the flight attendants, I think only four of the flight attendants survived. I have to, mm. I, didn't, I have to double check, but a lot of the flight attendants, most of the flight attendants died. And like, I mean, those flight attendants had to be, you know, a keeping passengers calm and like flight attendants, it's, it's almost a certainty that there are flight attendants who like re- spent like their last moments of their life, like running up and down the aisles, trying to get people to deflate their life jackets, yeah, and then they died, I mean, right, right,
1: jeez, yeah, I don't know
0: i this is the deadliest hijacking, ah, uh, besides nine eleven really, yeah. There have been, uh, and again, just to keep like these two concepts parsed, like so, there have been deadlier terrorist attacks, but this is yeah. the deadliest hijacking besides, um, besides nine eleven. Yeah. So wow, yeah. and it's only five years before nine eleven. So yeah, yeah. I know Abate was probably still working when nine eleven happened. Yeah, he's
1: like shit. Thank God I'm not flying. flying those planes.
0: I know about Diana is probably all those passengers on board too. Like that would be, I don't know. I don't know. It's scary. I know. Nine times out of ten, this is. These are stories with no bad guys. This is a story yeah. with a bad guy.
1: Pretty clear bad guy.
0: Yeah, pretty clear bad guys. Oh, I know. But so our girl Abby can let us know if we yeah. can. Fly a plane to visit her. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Demand a plane. Never hijack. Come and dear a plane. Come and dear, there you go. go. Yeah. yeah. Style. Yeah. Borrow, borrow, borrow a plane. So yeah. Tim can take uh, us in
1: his, his uh private plane.
0: Yes, Tim. So yeah, anybody. So uh but uh Abby or any of our other Australian listeners, uh maybe you're a good selection for our um our send to send us a picture of your back. Backyard. Not backyard. Yeah. Backyard. Yeah. Abby, send us a picture of your backyard. Um, I'm I don't think we have any listeners in Ethiopia. But I'm gonna check. Right now. Yeah, we don't. So nobody in right. Ethiopia. So barring right. anyone from Ethiopia. We do have somebody in Kenya. But yeah, no, we'll we'll let them have their own day so yeah yeah like we um, so yeah Abby send us send us a picture of your backyard or any of anybody from Australia and uh Mariah I uh, do you have a fact I do I'm excited um
1: this is gonna air a little bit late obviously but this week the week of recording is mm-hmm. uh something in the u.s that's called Juneteenth and oh, yeah. um, you know I I was kind of going back and forth on which fact I wanted to do. And I think I'm going to save the other fact for a different day, and I'm going to go with this one. Um, But Juneteenth, for those who don't know, Juneteenth is the um, day that the last enslaved people in Texas found out about the Emancipation Proclamation, which had been signed two and a half years prior to this actual date so they had stayed enslaved for those two and a half extra years um and this week the united states uh made it an official holiday um yeah so and it's it's kind of wild i was looking into it a little bit um and i mean it's something just because of of the work that we do i think probably we were a little bit more aware of it uh you know, starting in our 20s. I had no idea until I was probably about 23. Zero idea. Never mm. heard of it. Um yeah. Buffalo had a pretty big <clears throat> Juneteenth celebration. And I was like, I don't know what that is. So, um, yeah, mm. definitely not taught in our school system. <laughs> That's for damn sure.
0: No, not no. at all.
1: Um, and, you know, barring politics, like aside, putting all that bullshit aside, um it's not as big as a of a step as the government thinks it is but it is a good step forward um and i think they patted themselves on the back a little too much i mean texas made it a state holiday back in the 80s so fuck off federal government it is like
0: yeah it is like texas is where the actual yeah well, well but again texas like Are you're really patting yourself on the back when the holidays and this holiday exists is because (laughs) Because you just just didn't free people. You just didn't free enslaved people uh, until you had to. And then they were surprised to find out how the civil war had ended and that they're free. Like they're happy because they got good news that really was their good news to get five years ago or whatever. Right. So God. and then a uh, hundred years later, you made it a holiday. Like don't players open Right. Buy like, good job. Doing exactly. Texas.
1: And I was but. just like reading all a bunch of different things and how like the politicians are like so happy and it's like fuck off for one. But anyways, yeah. all of that aside, um, it's been celebrated since the first annual Juneteenth afterwards. So it's been celebrated this whole fucking time, um and. I think probably most Americans found out about it last year. Yeah. <laughs> if they yeah. found out about it last year. And if right. you are unaware, that's okay. You're finding out about it now. And that's
0: great. That's great. That's what facts are for. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's just it. Like, it's kind of, I mean, like the, um, like the Tulsa massacre oh yeah the burning of black yeah. wall street like a yeah. lot of people who live in tulsa and all across america like found out about that extremely recently and yeah. like it's 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 an it's an embarrassment for the country that you just found out about it like you don't have to yeah. be embarrassed so like if anybody exactly. like, has like like if you have that natural um like push back like in your heart if something mm-hmm. in your heart feels like um this is like a uh I don't know, like a cynical move or like, yeah. again, like Mariah's like, like you're alluding to, right. This idea that, um, like that it's in order to like score brownie points or whatever. So, if so you can, and we all can universally, um, observe that that's bullshit. Right. And that <laughs> yeah. that's, it's, it's embarrassing to, to act like it's a favor or like a special treat for black yes. people. Right. Yeah. Or whatever. Like that's gross. Don't do that. Right. But, but don't confuse that pushback for like uh pushing back against the holiday. Right. Exactly. So even if politicians are doing it as like a cynical move to try to like win favor or whatever, even if that's true, it is not true that the holiday is bullshit. The holiday exactly. is important and valuable. So like just And has keep been those celebrated for
1: hundreds of years. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So just for keep those feelings straight in your heart. Years, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly and and just yeah make sure you're mad at the right thing and uh yeah and and again and and it's still something it's gen. it's literally a holiday so we can it's it's the source it should be a source of of joy, joy yeah. and and um celebration yeah so certainly yeah because there's really nothing celebrating um like the end of slavery right like there's no. really just nothing like that besides oh, juneteenth
1: besides juneteenth yeah exactly
0: So if any of our black listeners know about a different holiday that we've never heard of because we're ignorant (laughs) and like, I hope I would love it if we got an email. It was like, actually, you know, but um, yeah, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I found out about Juneteenth on uh, Ferguson Tumblr.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So like 2013,
0: 2014. Yeah. 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 So that's exactly um, when I
1: found out about it. Yeah. As I moved yeah. back to Buffalo in twenty thirteen, yeah. Just That's like giving all away into. my secret questions to all my passwords and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you, the other day <laughs> side quick story. Name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other day I saw someone post on Facebook, which I, I will say I only go on very sparingly now these days. I've I've kind of stepped back from the crazy world of Facebook. Um mm. Like, I go to enjoy what I enjoy, but everything else, like, I just have decided to leave it and not, you know, engage, whatever. So, um, but the other day I saw my cousin had posted, it was, like, one of those meme things that you can comment on that, like, everyone has access to. And it was, like, uh, you know, like, your your middle name and your birthday is your, like, rap name or whatever the fuck it is. And my cousin posted, stop giving out the answers to your secret questions. <laughs> and I had never thought about that. I was like, oh, oh my, my gosh. Like, I don't <laughs> answer those things normally. I was like, Geez, yeah, just millions oh. of people's information is out there.
0: Yeah. We're, we're all yeah. fucked. Like,
1: there's no coming back from it.
0: Like, all those things like your your stripper name is, like, the street exactly. you were born on. And yes. your first pet. Like, yes. Like, Yeah. <laughs> That's one hundred percent scam. Model of your first car, yes! like Your favorite yes! sports team, like yeah. Yeah. So don't respond right.
1: to those anymore, everyone. Because
0: well, also, yeah. Because like you figure Facebook will also give you your mother's maiden name pretty quickly because you can like click on a post your yeah. mom and like yep. then see whose mom's family look you know yeah. their name and stuff like that. That exactly. Yeah. Just create That's your funny. own
1: security questions.
0: So like to me the thing, so when I see things like that that say like. Like with the advice that you are giving right now, like, hey, don't do that because yes. it, people can hack into your accounts. Yeah. The feeling I have is like, who would ever go to all that work? That sounds like so much work. <laughs> right. <laughs> like that. Just keeping all that straight. seems like such a hassle. Is yeah. is is the 89 cents I have in my bank account really worth it? <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, like, listen, other people have like more money in their bank account. I,
1: right. Like, it it is worth it for some people, but I also feel like the people it's worth it for are not responding to those Facebook prompts, (laughs) you know? I mean, maybe not, right?
0: Maybe, like, the nanas of the world. Yeah,
1: that's true. That's very true. Sweet, sweet nanas. Sweet, sweet nanas. Just trying to engage in this modern
0: world. Uh, My mom is a nana, and we haven't mentioned her yet, so, like, hi, mom. Hey. Hi, mom. But, um, Yeah oh uh, yeah I think um I really uh, I wish the story had a happier ending yeah but it's definitely it's it's a different story and I'm trying to like I've tried to like keep like identify the genres of story we haven't told yet and mm-hmm. I'm trying to like get to some of those like we haven't done any uh mid-air collisions and things like that so yeah um yeah all of you are dear friends you uh, tell your friends, and that's so nice. Thank you for doing that. Will you yeah. please tell your friends even more? <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> Keep going. we, we, Yeah, we want to, if you tell many friends, then instead of having 89 cents in the bank, we will have $1.89 in the bank, <laughs> and it'll be great. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and um, we also obviously love uh, hearing from you. You know, we bring it up all the time. So uh, email us at podcast at gmail.com. Message us on Instagram and TikTok. Great rate,
1: rate review, Subscribe.
0: Yes. Please um thank you. Some of you did rate us and I really appreciate that. Um the and and again, so some of you took full advantage of the fact that you can just do a star rating. Perfect. Love it. Thank you. Um if you haven't done that already on specifically Apple podcasts. Uh we talked about it a little bit last time, but the uh most of you listen to us on spotify which is amazing um but with uh without we just want the apple algorithm to notice us that's really all it is so if you uh have time to i know my brain's starting to fry so yeah i know i feel you but
1: we have 10 ratings so far
0: we do on on yeah Yeah, on uh, apple uh, so so keep going yeah yeah, yeah yeah join the mlm if you you'll be diamond diamond star platinum if you if you rate and review immediately and you get an ex yeah you'll get a free extra vial of essential oil if you <laughs> if you leave an actual comment with the with the review and the <laughs> so, next step
1: is you will be a millionaire i promise
0: that is the next step is is you being a millionaire yeah um after the apple review and After the Apple review, right. It's that, and then tell 10 friends, and after they tell their 10 friends, then instant millionaire. Yes. Work from home. (laughs) Forever. Forever. But we love you, and I love you, Mariah. I love you, Casey. Talk to you soon. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Pod Crashed. We so hope you enjoyed it. Uh, We do have a correction that our dear Karis sent to us. So hi, Karis. Thanks for sending us this info. Uh, In the South African Airlines uh, episodes, we talked about um, the masks dropping down uh, while the plane was still in flight, and Karis uh, identified that actually um, the pilot's don't drop the masks uh, when the uh, when there's a fire because it would add oxygen and have the potential to increase the fire. So. Um Thank you, Karis, for sending us that info. Uh, If you notice something that we uh, got wrong or anything that you can add insight or wisdom to that we talked about this week or any other week, you can email us at thepodcrashed at gmail.com. You don't have to wait to uh, hear us make a mistake to email us, though. We love hearing from you. You can also follow us on Instagram and TikTok, and we uh, love you. So see you next week. Bye.